I'm Charlotte Pickles. I am editor of the Capitalism Theme here at Unheard. And welcome to today's Unpacked podcast. Um, I'm obviously joined by the fantastic Peter Franklin, who writes our daily Unpacked. For anyone who has listened to the Unpacked podcast before, uh, we have an exciting new format for you. So rather than going through three unpacks from the week, we're just going to take one unpacked, give you a little shot, uh, and then you can come back for another one on another day. So straight into it, Peter. Today, we're going to talk about your piece entitled Around the World, Our Precariously Balanced Household Finances Need Salvation. And this is essentially telling us that what we thought about China and levels of debt may not quite be right. That's right. I mean, China was um, had this reputation as a nation of savers. Um, obviously, with a one-child policy, you don't have large families to support people. Um, and China still doesn't have much of a social security system. So people... Um, have been saving very hard indeed and obviously a growing economy gives them plenty of opportunity to do that so china was famous as a kind of global source of the uh, global savings glut Um, but that is changing quite fast and so why is that changing well first of all how do we know it's changing you know what's the evidence to say actually they're no longer a nation of savers but secondly why are we seeing that shift well um to take the first question first um five years ago the um outstanding household debt level in china was uh, almost 28 percent um now it's well over 40 percent uh, 45 percent and in just five years. In just five years. That's so, a rapid change. Absolutely. So it's it, it's it's a hugely um, it's a hugely rapidly developing situation, as just about everything is in China. Of course, <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> so you know they've gone from being a nation of savers to something much more like America, and in fact the the household debt level is pretty comparable to America's, um, but they've done it in a fraction of the time. And and one of the things that I guess particularly struck me about your Unpacked was the stat about online consumer lending. So so it says that China account for over 85% of all online consumer lending. Why is that the case? Um, well, I guess it it's come, comes back to this point of acceleration and China getting to where we are by leapfrogging several of, of, of the stages that we went through over decades, if not centuries. And so as online uh, lending has online everything, um, retail, whatever, dating, yeah. everything's done online <laughs> now, um, why not saving? And you know why not leapfrog all those intermediate stages and go straight to di- digital, which is what China's clearly doing. And I guess, you know, it's probably also one of the easiest forms or easiest ways of accessing credit as well. So so actually, you know, what's the incentive to save if you can just go and take an online loan so easily? Well, yes. I mean, in the West, that's one of the reasons why household debts and household savings have yeah. gone down, debt up, savings down, is because you don't necessarily need that rainy day funds when I mean it, you you kind of do but um, 
there is the option of getting a loan um, if you find yourself in a tight corner. And one of the um, reasons for this shift that's been put forward is this idea of a consumerist arms race. So, so the sense that, you know, well, if my next door neighbour has it, I must have it. Or if, you know, my, my friend's kid has got that thing, then I must get it for my kid as well. Yes. How far do you think that is driving um, this, this lack of saving and, and constant um, taking out of loans credit? Well, this is an argument from Megan McArdle um, for uh, Bloomberg. Um, and she thinks, yes, that there is this sort of keeping up with the Joneses, or you might say keeping up with the Joneses' children. Um, you know, if they're sending their kids to some fancy university, or if at, at, or in a neighbourhood that has a really good school, um, you've got to do the same. Um, and whether the children actually want all of this, I don't know. It's a sort of status anxiety almost, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and I think it's, um, you know, well, it's clearly expensive to do. Um, and also all, the, all of these expensive hobbies, um, you know, sports tuition and all, all of these things. Even just birthday money. parties. I mean, it's amazing when you hear about some of the lavish birthday parties that, that children have. I know, my, in my day, it was just ice cream and jelly. But Sli- now, slice of cake in a little, little bag at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> I can remember that. <laughs> now it has to be professional catering professional magicians exactly yeah crazy and expensive yeah and so um china is you know if not overtaking certainly catching up then uh the west with this this problem around um mass consumerism lack of saving you know household debt but do you think there's anything specific about the sort of hybrid capitalist communist model in china that means that that this is that this is driving the behavior in china well it's all rather materialistic i mean they've got the two kinds of materialism the communist variety and the capitalism variety in one sort of package um it does leave a bit of a spiritual gap and i think if people had i don't know a more eternal perspective on life maybe they wouldn't care if they had the latest gadget or the best flat in the best part of town because you know their eyes might be on higher things an interesting question and and particularly one i guess as we see some forms of religion declining in the west as well and and maybe contributing to it well of course in china you see the opposites and um, especially the explosive growth of christianity in the coastal regions, um, which Xi Jinping seems to be rather worried about. So I guess we'll come back then to this topic in five years' time and see if if uh, it shifted and, and the rise of religion in in China actually sees a decline in the consumerist well, behaviour. If but they carry on on the path of the last five years, <laughs> they're going to be bankrupt. Well, um, well, well, and that so is a whole other topic. Maybe it, we'll, we will return to. Something's um, got to stop it. Indeed. Um, Thank you so much, Peter. And thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have enjoyed it, and we very much hope you have done, then please do subscribe using the iTunes app or, or whatever app it is that you listen to your podcasts on.